The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the most stunning win for each team in the Pac-12 Conference. The Pac-12 Conference is jam-packed with teams that are more than rich in the college football history. This history includes dynasties, legendary coaches, epic bowl games, rivalries, and players that have come to define the game. Today in alphabetical order, we will turn to each one of the teams in the Pac-12 and discuss what we consider the program's most stunning win in their team's storied history. So in alphabetical order, here we go. Arizona Wildcats, most stunning win. Arizona 13, USC 10, October 10th, 1981. Arizona entered the game two and two and a 21-point underdog to number one USC, 4-0, who had outscored opponents by a combined score of 148-53 to in their first four games. Playing at the Los Angeles Coliseum in front of over 56,000 fans on USC's first drive, Marcus Allen raced 74 yards for a touchdown. On the ensuing kickoff, the Wildcats fumbled, and a USC field goal then followed. Quickly, the Wildcats found themselves down 10 to nothing. But the Wildcats defense, led by linebacker Ricky Hunley, shut out the powerful USC attack the rest of the way, not allowing USC to cross Arizona's 42-yard line after the eight-minute mark of the first quarter. Arizona trimmed the lead to 10-6 with two field goals. And in the third quarter, here is what happened. University of Arizona had a first down on their 41-yard line, a six-yard run by Daryl Nelson, a 12-yard reception by Mark Keel, a nine-yard run by Bill Redman in the first three consecutive plays, put the ball at the 32-yard line of USC. But three plays later, quarterback Tom Tunnicliffe was sacked for a 12-yard loss. The next play, he completed a 25-yard pass to Brad Anderson, and two plays later, a 13-yard touchdown pass to Vance Johnson with two seconds left in the third quarter to give Arizona a 13-10 lead. The Wildcats' defense kept powerful USC at bay in the fourth quarter to secure the stunning upset. Arizona State Sun Devils' most stunning win. Arizona State 19, Nebraska 0, September 21st, 1966. Number 17, Arizona State, entered the game 2-0, but its defense had yielded 42 points to Washington in the first week and had lost to Nebraska the previous season 77-28. They were facing number one Nebraska, who entered the game 1-0, put up 55 points against Michigan State, and was riding a 26-game winning streak. But that's not all. They had won the national championship the previous two seasons. And the next year, they would go on to win a third national championship in four years. That night in Tempe, in front of a frenzied crowd, 
at Sun Devil Stadium of over 74,000 on a 91 degree night, the Arizona State University defense recorded three safeties, forced three turnovers, and shut out a Nebraska team that had not been shut out since 1973. Remember, this was 1996. How did the Sun Devils do this? They placed a safety on the line of scrimmage to slow the Cornhuskers running game to secure the upset for the ages. California Golden Bears, most stunning win. California 25, Stanford 20, November 20th, 1982. Stop me if you've heard this before. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending, exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football. Those were the words spoken by Joe Stalky, the stunned Bear radio play-by-play man, announcing the final play of the game. It was a finish to top all finishes. It started with John Elway, who led the Cardinal to an improbable comeback with four seconds left. All Stanford had to do was kick off and tackle. What followed is etched now into college football law forever. Stanford squib kicked it, and Cal's Kevin Moan takes the ball out to Cal 45, races a few yards and laterals to Richard Rogers, who then laterals to Dwight Gardner, who runs five yards, and then laterals back to Rogers, who races to the Stanford 45-yard line before he laterals to Marietta Ford, while at the same time, mind you, the Stanford band starts to enter the field in the Stanford end zone. Ford races to the 27 and tosses the ball, a blind lateral, mind you, over his right shoulder to Moan, who had originally gathered a kickoff some five laterals earlier, and through a sea of players, as well as 144 band members, runs right into the end zone and straight into Gary Tyrell's trombone to end. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rendering, exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football. Colorado Buffalo's most stunning win. Colorado 27, Michigan 26, September 24th, 1994. It was coined the miracle in the big house. In the big house, in front of over 106,000 fans, number four, Michigan entered the game 2-0. Number seven, Colorado was also 2-0. Michigan led 26-21 with six seconds remaining, and Colorado was pinned at its own 36-yard line, 64 yards from the end zone. Colorado quarterback Cordell Stewart dropped back and threw the ball 73 yards into the wind. Michael Westbrook caught the Hail Mary pass in the end zone, stunning the Ann Arbor fans on the final play of the game. A play Coach Bill McCartney called rocket left. Players to this day say Cordell Stewart could throw the ball 85 yards on his knees. Oregon Ducks, most stunning win. Oregon 41, UCLA 40, October 10th, 1970. What a comeback. Oregon entered the game two and two. They faced number 15 UCLA, who entered the game three and one, having narrowly lost to Texas the week before. Playing at UCLA, Oregon staged a comeback for the ages, down 40 to 21 to UCLA with less than five minutes remaining in the game. The Ducks scored on a touchdown pass, recovered a UCLA fumble, scored on a second touchdown pass, and then recovered the onside kick. Now down 40 to 35, the starting quarterback was forced out of the game with an injury. In came sophomore Dan Fouts, who threw the game-winning touchdown with 21 seconds left to give Oregon the stunning win. Oregon State Beavers, most stunning win. Oregon State 3, USC 0, November 11th, 1967. Oregon State entered the game 5-2-1. They faced number one USC, who entered the game 8-0. Oregon State had already earned the moniker the Giant Killers earlier in the season. A 
as they had knocked off on the road, mind you, number two, Purdue. They tied number two, UCLA. But this game, it felt different because now they were playing a number one USC team led by running back O.J. Simpson, who would go on the next year to win the Heisman Trophy. Early in the first quarter, Simpson broke runs of 22 and 18 yards as USC marched down to the Beaver 20-yard line. But the Beavers' defense tightened and forced USC to try a 26-yard field goal. Kicked on a rain-soaked field, the Trojans' field goal attempt went wide right. The defenses on both teams took over. Late in the second quarter, the Trojans were driving again when USC running back Steve Soge ran for an apparent first down at the USC's 47-yard line, but the ball was knocked loose. And Beaver linebacker Skip Vanderbunt recovers it. The Oregon State fullback Bill Earthquake Everett ran nine yards, then halfback Billy Martin ran eight yards for a first down. And a few plays later, Oregon State had the ball at the USC 20-yard line. With just over five minutes left in the second quarter, Beaver placed kicker Mike Haggard kicked the 30-yard field goal. These proved to be the only points of the game as Oregon State secured the Giant Killers moniker once again with their biggest kill in Beaver history. Stanford Cardinal, most stunning win. Stanford 7, SMU 0, January 1st, 1936, the Rose Bowl. Stanford entered the Rose Bowl 7-1. and SMU entered the Rose Bowl 12-0, having gone through the regular season undefeated, untied, and really unchallenged. Only one team got within 10 points of the Mustangs all season. In the first quarter, Stanford drove to the Mustang one-yard line. Quarterback Bill Pullman, on a quarterback sneak, scored on a one-yard touchdown to give the Indians, then they were called the Indians, a 7-0 lead. Stanford's defense clamped down the rest of the way, allowing only one serious threat from SMU when the Mustangs drove to the five-yard line, but Stanford forced the fumble to secure the stunning upset. UCLA Bruins, most stunning win. UCLA 14, Michigan State 12, January 1st, 1966, the Rose Bowl. Number one, Michigan State entered the Rose Bowl 10-0, having been number one in the AP poll for five consecutive weeks, and they faced a number five UCLA team, 7-2-1. This was a rematch of an opening day game when Michigan had defeated UCLA 13-3. After a scoreless first quarter, UCLA stunned the capacity crowd on the first play of the second quarter as Bruin quarterback Gary Beeman plunged over from the one-yard line to give the Bruins a 7-0 lead. UCLA then added a second touchdown in the second quarter to take a 14-0 lead in the halftime. After a scoreless third quarter, the game enters the fourth quarter with UCLA still up 14-0. With a little over six minutes remaining in the game, here's what happened. Michigan State had first down on the 20-yard line. Steve Jude to Gene Washington 42-yard pass got the ball to the UCLA 38. Michigan State drove for the winning touchdown to cut the lead to 14-6. to But the Spartans lined up for the extra point, ran a fake. You know, they're going for the two-point conversion, and the pass was incomplete. Now down 14-6, to Michigan State's Bubba Smith blocks a punt. So the Spartans had the ball at the UCLA 49. They drove three times, facing a fourth time, three times converting. With 31 seconds left in the game, the Spartans scored a touchdown, and they went for two. An option pitch to Spartan Bob Apisa was stopped short of the goal line when Bruin Bobby Stiles threw himself at Apisa, stopping him just short of the goal line, like I said. Stiles was knocked out, unconscious, 
but the hit gave the Bruins an improbable victory. USC Trojans, most stunning win. USC 7, Duke 3, January 2nd, 1939, the Rose Bowl. Now, I don't mean to overspeak here, and I'm not giving to hyperboles, but I find no loss in the annals of college football history more stunning than this loss. Had this game been 40 seconds shorter, Duke would have amassed a feat no college football team has ever amassed since the NCAA began recording its records. They would have gone through the entire season, undefeated, untied, unscored upon for the entire season. As it is, this Duke team was only one of four teams since 1920 to procure the feat in the regular season. Here is the big picture. USC, down to its fourth-string quarterback, Doyle Nave, completes three passes in the closing minutes, the last, an 18-yard touchdown to Al Kruger with 40 seconds remaining for the Cumbum behind win, 7-3. Had just a single one of those passes fell incomplete or had a fourth-string quarterback not had the drive of his life, the 1938 Duke Blue Devils most assuredly would have been considered one of the, if not the, greatest football team in the history of college football. For the game itself, the game was scoreless for three quarters, zero to zero, and it had evolved into a clash of punting between Granny Lansdale and Mickey Anderson. So with time running out in the third quarter, Duke's George McAfee had a 26-yard punt return to USC's 49-yard line. A tipped into McAfee pass set up Duke at the USC 25, and a few plays later, now it's in the fourth quarter, mind you, with 14 minutes remaining in the game, Duke's Tony Ruffer kicks a field goal to give the Blue Devils what must have really seemed like an insurmountable lead, three to nothing. Again, they had not yielded a point all season. And then it happened. With two minutes remaining in the game, USC was at Duke's 35-yard line. USC coach Howard Jones made the gamble of a lifetime. He sent in their fourth-string quarterback, Doyle Nave, to try to generate anything. And this singular move forever changed the course of college football history. Nave completed two consecutive passes to Al Kruger, that moved USC to the 16-yard line, and with 40 seconds remaining, he threw the touchdown pass to Kruger to secure what I consider one of the greatest upsets in the history of college football. Utah Utes, most stunning win. Utah 31, Alabama 17, January 2nd, 2009, the Sugar Bowl. BCS Buster, number seven, Utah, entered the Sugar Bowl 12-0. A nine-and-a-half underdog to number four, Alabama. Now, to set the stage, the Utes' plan was to go up early. Oh, and that's what they did. On the Utes' first possession, they drove 68 yards for a touchdown. On the ensuing drive, the Utes' Robert Johnson intercepted a tied pass, and now the Utes drove 32 yards for the second touchdown of the game. The Utes then drove 65 yards for the third touchdown to take a very quick 21-0 lead in the first quarter. The Utes dominated, outgaining the tide the rest of the way, 360 yards to 208, to secure the stunning upset, a perfect season, and a share of a split national championship and became the first team outside of the six BCS conferences to win two BCS bowls. Washington Huskies most stunning win. Washington 28, Washington State 27, November 22nd, 1975. Washington entered the Apple Cup five and five. Washington State was three and seven. This was coach Don James' first Apple Cup and playing at home, the Huskies trailed the rival Cougars 27-14 with three minutes left, and the situation was, well, dire. Washington State had a fourth and one at the Washington 14-yard line. Instead of putting the game away with a field goal, the Cougars went for it. Husky Albertson intercepted the Cougar pass and returns at 92 yards for touchdown, 
and on the Husky next possession, Husky quarterback Warren Moon threw into coverage. It was tipped, and Robert Spider Gaines for a 78-yard touchdown reception and the Husky victory. Washington State Cougars most stunning win. Washington State 14, Brown 0, January 1st, 1916, the Rose Bowl. This was a historic Rose Bowl and a historic win. Yes, Washington State ended the game 6-0. Brown was a pedestrian 5-3-1. But understand this game in its historical context. Brown was an Eastern powerhouse while Washington State was playing its games in the Northwest. This was the second Rose Bowl. Then the first Rose Bowl, remember, was played in 1902, some 14 years earlier, and Michigan's 49-0 defeat of Stanford was so decisive that the Tournament of Roses decided not to schedule the game anymore because it was felt the Western schools, well, they just couldn't keep up with the rest of the nation. So in 1916, the Rose Bowl finally decided to play again, with the eyes of the nation wondering whether this Western school could keep up with Brown in front of over 7,000 fans on a muddy field, Washington State and Brown were in battle in a scoreless tie up until halftime. But behind the running back of fullback Carl Dietz, who rushed for 105 yards and one touchdown, Washington State scored 14 second-half points, and the defense stifled that Eastern power Brown and its All-American halfback, Fritz Pollard, who, by the way, was the first African-American to play in the Rose Bowl. Washington State dominated as they outgained Brown 313 to 86 yards in a 14 to nothing shutout. The result of the game, the impact, well, West Coast football was now legitimized and the Rose Bowl has been played every year since. Well, there you have it, one opinion as to the most stunning win for every team in the Pac-12. And you're probably thinking, hey, you left out this game, you left out that game, but maybe just maybe, we included some games that you would consider worthy as well to be the discussion of the most stunning win for each program in the Pac-12. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. 